When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. everybody to another episode of mlb dfs quick hits your thursday may 4th edition we have a nine game main slate that starts at 105 p.m eastern time 10:05 a.m pacific time bright and early there's a three game afternoon slate that are also a part of the nine game main slate and there's a one game showdown because there's only one game at about 6 40 p.m eastern time the jays and the red Sox. so it's a nine game early slate we're here to break down for you you can find me on twitter at bdentrick b-d-e-n-t-r-e-k all the podcasts will be there if you want to rate and review them. That'd be awesome. And then my written content at Fantasy Pros Baseball HQ and Gaining the Edge Fantasy. Obviously, patreon.com backslash GT Fantasy is where you can find that. Get my daily cheat sheet and much, much more. But let's just get at it here. Let's not mess around. We have, like I said, nine games. It's an early slate, which is always kind of a bummer. Because um, then, like, what do we do in the evening? I guess we're going to watch basketball. I got Lakers Warriors. That'll be a lot of fun. You got the Wells Fargo coming up. That's going to be a fun tournament, an elevated event in that one. But let's look at the totals on this nine game slate for you. You got Cubs Nationals, total of nine. Mets Tigers, seven and a half. Pirates Rays, eight and a half. Angels Cardinals, eight and a half. Orioles Royals, nine and a half. Twins White Sox, eight. Brewers Rockies, 12. Mariners A's eight and a half, Braves Marlins eight and a half. So a couple big boy totals here. Going to be some great spots to target bats. So I did a quick peruse of the pitching on this slate. I haven't looked at the totals yet, but it lines out on what we're looking to do here. Now we got a, a couple interesting spots here. We're talking about starting pitching. The highest price pitcher is Justin Verlander at ten thousand eight hundred bucks, making his season debut at the Detroit Tigers. He only threw sixty nine pitches in his last start, so you'd imagine he goes about eighty five ish in this start. He could still make money on this slate. I'm just probably not going to pay there. I'm not going to get there. But if you want to be really contrarian, you can go there. I just don't think you need to is what I'm trying to say in that one. Where I am looking to go, though, is there's a couple interesting spots here. Uh, Zach Eflin is $9,100. bucks. The, the caveat here is he only threw – he got to 74 pitches. <clears throat> he was 67 in the start before. Before he got hurt, he got to 82. The Rays um, – I can't remember. It was Drew Rasmussen, I think, came out and said it this past week that the Rays have a philosophy, you basically get about 80 to 85 pitches. That's what they're giving you out there. So we know that now going into it. Some guys will get to more like if uh, McClanahan's locked in, he's going, so on and so forth. But Zach Eflin, you know, 74 pitches last time out. I'd imagine he gets that 80 to 85 range. He can get you six innings there if he's good doing it doing it right. It is the Pittsburgh Pirates, though, a team that is swinging really hot sticks. going to be happy that they're not facing Shane McClanahan. They strike out 21% of the time versus righty to the 189 ice on a 252 average. So Eflin in a tournament is interesting just because the pitching's kind of all over the board on this slate. Probably not going to get there with Eflin, but I wanted to bring him up. Where we will be going is where I wanted to go on Wednesday's slate, and then after I did all the recordings and I woke up the next morning, they switched pitchers. It's George Kirby. George Kirby's pitching on Thursday in Oakland, 8800 bucks. 
Don't need to talk too much more about it. Besides the A's are just horrific on offense. 26% carry versus righties, 212 average, 87 WRC plus. So give me all the George Kirby. He's a quality starts machine right now. Getting some uh, strikeouts could be a little better. That'd be great. But overall, at 8,800, he's a great cash game play with tournament upside. Grayson Rodriguez at 8,300 bucks is another guy I'm looking at here. Going up against Kansas City. I've been using him a lot lately. Price tag keeps coming up with Grayson, and rightfully so. He's usually around the 90 to 95 pitch range, which is great to see. He's got at least five innings and three straight starts. Back-to-back starts with no runs. And he's got just six or more Ks and four straight starts. So the strikeouts are there. It's all about limiting the walks. Um, he's been doing that a little better. It's kind of hit and miss with him. But all in all, really good stuff from Grace Rodriguez. Goes up against the Kansas City Royals. I'm imagining we see maybe Salvi gets the day off or something, that, that day game, you know, getaway day situation. So make it an easier lineup. We'll see. But even if it's the regular lineup, they're striking out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching, hitting 214 with a 121 ISO and a 65 WRC+. plus. That is extremely below average. League average WRC+, plus is 100, folks, for those that did not know. So 65 is really, really bad versus righties. I like Grace Rodriguez a lot at 8300 bucks. Could be a nice pairing with Kirby, or you could even not go to Kirby and go to Grayson and go down from there. A couple others I like. Jack Flaherty still on my radar at 76. He's not too expensive, and it's more in tournaments because he has the floor that can crush you, but he also has the ceiling of like a 25-point pitcher at 7600 bucks. Which guy shows up is the million-dollar question, but he's priced accordingly for that million-dollar question. You're facing an Angels team that strikes out 23.4% of the time versus righties. Their league average 101 WRC+. plus. Um, it's not a cakewalk by any means, but it's interesting at the price point. I'd honestly be more inclined in tournaments to look at maybe Lucas Giolito at 7400 bucks. It is the Minnesota Twins who are swinging good sticks. But Lucas, uh, he's, he, he threw six and two-thirds, two earned, six Ks his last time out. He's got five or more Ks in four straight starts, 18 or more points in three of the four. The floor is like 13 to 15 points, which is solid at 7400 bucks. But the ceiling's there. He's looked much, much better of late. Like he has like a, a one hiccup. It's almost like Aaron Nola-esque. Nola's still on a different level than Giolito, obviously. But it's, it's easy. he has that one hiccup that makes his whole start kind of look kind of like, yeah, it was okay. Not great, but okay. But when he doesn't, like at Philadelphia, at Minnesota, he faced Minnesota earlier this year, six innings, five hits, one or seven Ks for 20.7 points. When he doesn't have the hiccup, he's still that really, really, really good pitcher. So I think at his price point at 7400 bucks, going up against the Twins, again, a good offense. I'm not going to deny that by any means. But they are striking out 25% of the time versus righties, uh, hitting 242. They have the 177 ISO, and that's the thing. They have tons of pop. Buxton's heating up. Polanco's back. Polanco wasn't there when Giolito faced him the first time. So you got that going for him. Um, but it, it is an offense, especially via the price point. Like, I'd rather have Giolito over Flaherty 100% in that one. So something to look at there. Griffin Canning will be a popular value play at 6800 bucks. He's pitched really well um, since returning. Like, he's, they've been stretching him out. He's got up to 100 pitches two starts ago, 88 pitches last time. Got you almost 20 points. He's gone five innings in each start. Um, he got seven cases last time out. That was a big bump with what you needed to see. It was Oakland, let me say that. When he faced the Yankees and the Nats, only four Ks. But you get to go up against St. Louis, a, a pesky offense. That's the way I'm going to say St. Louis. They're not locked in, like locked and loaded right now. But it's an offense I wouldn't mind targeting against Griffin Canning. Um, 20.6% K rate, 253 average, 144 ISO. Like Nolan Gorman, who went to Ding Dong City on Wednesday. I think he's a fun play against Griffin Canning. But Canning will be a value because he kind of brings a floor to the table with maybe 20-point upside. There aren't really any other value pitchers on this slate. Like, literally, I would not pitch any of the other guys below him. So Canning will be the popular one if you need to go down here. So recapping pitching. Yeah, JV, Justin Verlander, making his debut. 
guessing he gets to about 80 to 85 pitches because he threw 69 in his last rehab start, he could still get there against the Tigers. I don't think I want to go there, but in a tournament, if you want to, I get it. George Kirby at 88 is amazing against Oakland. Love it. Grace Rodriguez might be one of my favorite plays on the slate pitching wise at 8,300 bucks against Kansas City. Big fan of that. And then you got Flaherty and Giolito. I prefer Giolito over Flaherty. And then Canyon as your punt. Like if you just want to go kind of more contrarian and really take your shot in a tournament, I think Grayson and Giolito is a very interesting play. It could blow up in a horrific fashion. I'm not going to deny that, deny that at all. But there is like Giolito could legit get you 25. And we know Grayson's gotten over 30 already. Like that's a, a heck of a GPP play that you're going there. If like you want to be a little safer, you go George Kirby, who's probably locked in, unless just he just completely poops the bed. He's probably locked in for 20 to 25 points. It was kind of like the Framber Valdez play on Wednesday. Even though he wasn't like locked in, locked in, he still got seven Ks, gave up two runs in six innings, and he got you like 22 points. Like you you can kind of put the floor in play. Kirby's got an amazing floor where like Gilito and Grayson, much more of an upside type play. So that that's where I'm looking at with the pitching on this slate. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Now let's talk about the bats on this slate, nine-game main slate here. At the catcher's position, I love Baltimore on the slate, so Rushman at 52 is a great play. Uh, no problem going back to Sean Murphy. Lazardo, he's got good stuff. Started the year really well. It's been a little bit of an up-and-down roller coaster since then, and uh, Murphy loves him a lefty. So Murphy at 5K is fun. Atlanta's bats are on fire. They crushed Braxton Garrett, another lefty, on Wednesday. Obviously, Lazardo's better than Braxton Garrett, but just food for thought on that one. So Braves will be a very strong play. Murphy at 5K is awesome. Going down cheaper, though, 
if Sal Perez is in the lineup, you want to fade Grayson. He's 43. Um, he's battling that injury. The knuckle injury I talked about last night, he went over four um, on Wednesday. I was surprised he's even in the lineup, to be honest. So maybe they just give him a day off and say, screw it, go rest. Um, I'm going to be really, really, really looking to play Tampa Bay. And I'm not saying I'm locking it in, but Vinny V is due for the regression monster one of these days. And Tampa Bay's offense is legit. Like they even got to Mitch Keller, who's been really good. He's been better than Vince Velasquez, in my opinion, especially when you look at the overall talent skills like of the situation. So Christian Betancourt at 42 in a Tampa Bay stack is is nice. Love Cal Raleigh, the big dumper at 4100 bucks versus Rosinski, Seattle. Their bats have been frustrating. They strike out a ton, but Rosinski's garbage. So Raleigh at 4100 bucks could be in play. Might be a little wet. There's still scattered showers. Like it was raining for the last two nights on the West Coast here. Scattered showers on Thursday as well. The Cal Raleigh at 41 does have some GPP upside. Uh, some cheaper plays, though, when you get to the low threes and into the twos. Eric Koss had a big game, big day on the doubleheader on Thursday. On Wednesday, I'm not looking to fade Verlander, though. Let's just be honest. Get cute somewhere else. Um, Value-wise, though, maybe Francisco Alvarez, he should get the start versus uh, Eduardo Rodriguez at 2300 bucks. Is that, is that Eduardo? He's not supposed to be bitching. Erod? Is he Erod? Yeah, it is Erod. Erod. Yep, son of a gun. So that's... No, that's not Erod. Yeah, it is. Okay. All right, Erod is throwing on... Um, that's what I thought. So yeah, if you want to go with... Um, with Francisco Alvarez, you could do that as a value at twenty three hundred bucks. He's just been super disappointing, but he's basically free. Not sure that's where you're going to have to go on this slate, but could be an option for you. Oh, one guy I will mention: if Kansas City sits um, Salvador Perez potentially, um, Furman has got the call. He's an option, but the guy I really want to mention now that I think about it: Chicago Cubs. Jan Gomes on the seven day concussion IL. And they called up their, their top catcher, but their, their number 14 overall prospect, Miguel Amaya. Um, I'm hoping he gets to start and let Tucker Barnhart take the day off. That'd be great. You got Patrick Corbin on the bump. Amaya's got a power speed skill set. Strikes out a ton, though. So that's terrifying for any prospect coming up, especially straight from double A to the majors. But the power skills that he brings to the table for 2K against Patrick Corbin, that's a phenomenal punt on this slate. Uh, first base position for you here. You got Shohei, that's fine if you want to fade Flaherty. Zero problem with that. I think Matty Olsen at 56 would overlook because most will go to the to the right-handed bats versus Lizardo. I get it, but Matty Olsen's a beast, so don't leave him out of your stacks if you're going to go crazy against a Lizardo. Uh, Yandy Diaz is 52 versus Vinny V. I don't mind Rowdy Telez and Coors at 5K versus Seabold. Um, Seabold's not good, folks. I don't need to spell that one out for you. He's not. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle at 48 versus Jordan Lyles. Yes, Baltimore, we got that established. If you don't want to play Giolito, I get it. So Joey Gallo would be a tournament play because most will play up for Mountcastle. They'll pay for you know Crone against Miley. They'll pay for Telez. So Gallo gets overlooked at 45. Could be a spot for you there. Uh, some cheaper plays. Keep mentioning Brandon Jury. He went deep again on Wednesday. The dude is locked in right now. He's a streaky hitter, but he's locked in. Uh, he gets Jack Flaherty. He's not going to homer every day. Like he's going to have over days, but he's a guy that's still cheap. If you're looking for a cheap play that's got the single, the double dong upside, Brandon Drury is 3900 bucks versus Jack Flaherty. Uh, you got Vinny Vivers, Grayson Rodriguez if you're fading Grayson. But uh, Luke Rayleigh, first base outfit eligible. He's got double dong appeal against Vinny V at 3300 So that's a good value piece for Tampa Bay especially because most of their guys are slowly getting priced up. Some are already priced up. So you get a little bit of a discount there, which is great to see. Uh, if you want to fade Pablo Lopez, who kind of took a step back in his recent outings, Andrew Vaughn's $2,600. That would be a guy that I'd take a, take a look at as well. 
And I think that's about it. But it is getaway day, so it might get some more values when lineups come out. Second base, Nico Horner at 5100 bucks. Love him. It sucked because he hit by pitch, stole him, they scored a run in his first at bat. I'm like, yes, he's going to have a big game like we thought. And then nothing else from the Cubs. They just completely pooped the bed. It was unbelievable. But Horner at 51 is good. Brandon Lau at 5K versus Vinny V. Don't mind Polanco versus Gio. But Lau, Lau is probably the best pay-up spot. If you just want to save some money, though, Nolan Gorman, he's hitting third now for the Cardinals. He went deep on Wednesday. He's 4300 bucks for Griffin Canning. Really good price point in that matchup. Ozzie Albies loves a lefty. He went deep on uh, – everybody went deep for the Braves. But he went deep on Wednesday. Albies is 41. That's a good value. And your Lazardo stacks, like I like Gorman more, but Albies is a great play as well. You have Brandon Drury at 39, who we like. If Taylor Walls cracks the Tampa Bay lineup, he's second base, third base. He's 3,800. I talk about Bay from Pittsburgh all the time. He's second base outfield. He stole two more bags on um, Wednesday. So he's one of those guys that doesn't have power, but when he gets on base, he manufactures points in a big, big way. Bay's 3,700 bucks. So you got a bunch of, like, that's from 37 to like 43. You have about five guys you can pick from at second base, which is pretty solid, especially depending on your stack situations. They got Bryce Terang and Coors. He uh, had a good game on Monday. He's 2,800 bucks for Seabold. That's a great punt. Um, you get a Coors guy that can play. That's good. Uh, Nick Gordon has homered in back to back games. He might be waking up. That's amazing. He's second base alpha at 2,300 bucks if you want to pick on Giolito with a cheap, cheap play. Third base for you, Austin Riley at 53 versus lefty. Sure. We always like that. Patrick Wisdom versus, oh my God. Patrick Wisdom versus Patrick Corbin. Third base outfield at 4,600 bucks. Yeah, sign me up for that. That's fun. That's a great, great, great time right there. Get some Patrick Wisdom in your lineups. I mentioned Taylor Walls earlier at 38. Isaac Paredes is 39 for your Tampa Bay action. Um, going down far though, Jose Miranda, again, if you're picking on Geo at 34, it's okay. It's not bad. Um, some other guys though. Looks like Jameson Tyon's coming back from his hip injury. Not sure how deep he'll go, though. Can, the Candyman's 3K, Heimer Candelario. So he could be a, an interesting punt. It sucks. Jake Berger left what looks like I'm thinking might be an oblique injury. He said a side injury, side discomfort. So they're going to do more tests on Thursday. I doubt he plays, but he'd be 2,700 if he's in the lineup. Mentioned him yesterday. Uh, Mikael Garcia put up five more points at uh, 2K again. He's free. He's free, folks. He's 2500 bucks now. He's moved up. He's third base outfield. Instead of just one day he was shortstop, one day he was outfield. Now he's third base outfield because he just plays he's a super utility guy for Kansas City, one of their top prospects. Very, very productive ball player. Super cheap. He's 2500 bucks versus, um, versus Grayson Rodriguez. If you want to punt, don't hate that. Otherwise, not much else at third base. Shortstop, you got Wander Franco at 62, which is a great play versus Vinny Vegan. If you haven't seen his his flip it to himself on defense play, it's electric. Absolutely electric. And the dude just – the Rays are having fun playing baseball right now. So Wander Franco at 62 is a is a, is a great payup if you want to. Otherwise, Jorge Mateo at 51 versus Jordan Lyles is awesome. Timmy Anderson's back. I'd still like Mateo, but Anderson will get going eventually. Bobby Witt's down to 4900 bucks because of J-Rod. But you got Swanson against Corbin at 48. Yes, that's probably your best per dollar play. Him and Mateo right there instead of paying 62 for Franco. Swanson at 48 versus Corbin is awesome. I think Francisco Lindor, he went deep in game one, I believe, for the doubleheader on Wednesday. He is 4600 bucks versus uh, Erod. Lindor hits lefties extremely well since his entire career. He's crushed left-handed pitching. So Lindor at 46 is a guy that will probably get overlooked because most will play Swanson versus Corbin. Like the Cubs should be chalky for good reason. Good reason. That's where playing like Grayson and Gilito pitching lets you play chalky bats. It's fun. It's a fun game we play here. 
Uh, going down 3K and below, though, if Paul DeJong's in the lineup at 26 against Canning, I don't mind that for a value play if you need it. Uh, C.J. Abrams at 23 versus Tyon, don't hate it if you need a punt. I just think you can take punts at other positions than at shortstop. Pay up for a good shortstop today. Outfield, you got Ronald Acuna, who just keeps hitting bombs and stealing bases. He's the best player in baseball right now, probably. Pretty darn close if he's not. He's 6500 bucks. Love it. Uh, Randy Orozarena had the day off on Tuesday. He's 6300 bucks versus Vinny V. You got Trout. Mullins at 59 is outstanding. All these pay-up guys are good. It's like I, I, I kind of get bored talking about them to you. Bucks in the 56 is strong. Um, some other ones down here, though, when you get down to 5K and below. Ian Happ versus Corbin at 5K, I still like. That's a good play. Um, Josh Lowe at 47 versus Vinny V. Lowe went deep again on Wednesday. The dude just keeps crushing baseballs. So that's a great spot for Josh Lowe versus Vinny V. At 47, Patrick Wisdom, I already mentioned, is 46. Third base outfield, that is awesome. Jared Clinic got tossed on Wednesday night. That's good to see the fire in the, in the belly there. He's 4400 bucks for Straczynski. That's a really strong play. Also, um, Lou Bob went deep on Wednesday. He's 43 versus Lopez. He's been Since the guys have come back kind of healthy, he's been hitting like fourth in that White Sox lineup, which is very enticing when you got Timmy Anderson up top. You got Eloy hitting third. You got Lou Bob hitting fourth. It's a good lineup if they can just start clicking. Uh, Lou Bob's 43. You got Austin Hayes at 42. Don't hate those. Newt Bar for St. Louis is 4200 bucks for Canning as well. Uh, going below 4K now. Harold Ramirez is really swinging it well. He went deep on um, Tuesday. On Wednesday, he went one for four with an RBI, seven points. He's just been slowly productive, maybe more cash than tournament appeal, but he's 4K against Vinny V. Um, farther, MJ Melendez is 38. That's not a bad price. He went deep on Tuesday. Hopefully, he starts to get things going. That would be nice. Uh, Jackson Winsky versus Eflin is 3800 bucks. Not uh, not opposed to that. You got Max Coupler at 37. If you're fading Gilito, that's a good price point. I mentioned Bay at Pittsburgh. He's second base outfit at 37. He can do a ton at the plate for you. Uh, Gritchick, collected, he's he's guy hits in all three games since he returned from the IL. No power to show for it, like a couple doubles maybe. But uh, he's 3500 bucks for Wade Miley. Miley's more of a reverse splits guy, but uh, he got some value there. Trevor Larnack 34, but love Luke Rayley at 33 for Tampa Bay. It's a really good value. We saw him double dong for us earlier this like last week so he's got that going um low threes into the two exterior uh, i'm not fading kirby exterior Ruiz had two more stolen bases tonight he just keeps getting it done out there nope no power but gets on steel scores runs got collects your points uh, eloy jimenez is down to 2900 bucks versus um pablo lopez that's a really cheap tournament play if you want to attack pablo lopez you can put like him and lubob and tim anderson probably and maybe gavin sheets or something That'd be a really, really contrarian stack. I'm not, I don't know how much I love it, but it's there if you need it. Uh, Edward Oliveris is swinging it really well for Casey. If you want to fade uh, Grayson, he's $2,700. Uh, Nelson Vasquez, I hope to God he's in the lineup for Chicago. Yeah, he's still on the team too because they keep sending him up and down. He's $2,600 for Patrick Corbin. All Velasquez does is like showcase power. So please, please, God, put him in the lineup. First, Patrick Corbin at 26. That'd be a phenomenal value. Like I've already mentioned the uh, Amaya catcher value for Chicago. Now you can get uh, Velasquez. You got a 2K and a $2,600 power bat for the Cubs. That is fun. So then you can, it's easy to pay for wisdom and other guys. And then maybe pay for the Braves, two white right? Or some of the Baltimore's, are, they're not cheap either. So that's that's the fun part about building these lines. I mentioned Nick Gordon, Eddie Rosario. Wait till he faces a, a righty. That's where I'd go with that one. He can hit lefties. I'm not opposed to it, but 
I think there's other ways to go. I mentioned Gavin Sheets a second ago. He's 2100 bucks. He's a super GPP. Like if you want to go full YOLO play in a White Sox stack, he's super cheap, so you can make it work. Other than that, I wanted to see you know, JJ Bladet is down here at 2K. I wanted to mention him just because one time highly touted prospect with, with Miami uh, gets traded in, I believe it was the Lazardo deal. And um, he's tearing it up at AAA, hitting like 318 with like seven homers. I think if I, 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 I've talked about so many freaking prospects in the last few days on the first pitch podcast. Let me just pull it up while I'm here to give you the exact numbers. I want to say it's seven homers, one stolen base. Um, Yep, he's hitting 318 with seven homers, one stolen base, scored 28 runs, 19 RBI, so he's doing it all on the diamond. But what's really impressive to me, which is a massive change from previous stints in the bigs and the minors, he's walking 16.8%, best of his career, and he's striking out 12.6% of the time. Last year with the Marlins, 28.2% K rate. In AAA last year, 27% K rate. Those are massive changes. Like, are they sustainable? Who knows? But to see the plate shit, uh, plate discipline shifts for a 25-year-old ball player that has the pedigree we've been looking for, this is big. Like, we see all these guys now. Josh Lowe's hitting. Um, Jaron Durant's hitting. Nolan Gorbin's hitting. Some of these guys just takes time. Am I saying J.J. Blade is there? No. But the game we're playing is DFS, and the game we're playing is tournament DFS. And if you want to be contrarian for a guy that's got pop, especially against George Kirby, who no one's going to fade anyways, J.J. Blade is 2K. Do you have to play him? No. But if you're looking for a value play in the outfield, J.J. Blade is a good one. So I wanted to bring him up to you and explain. And if, even if it's not for today, just remember that name for the weekend with Oakland. He's going to be cheap for probably a week, give or take, maybe a little, if, unless he doesn't hit. If he doesn't hit, so be it. But if he starts hitting, he's going to slowly creep up as we're used to. But think of him as like our next Nick Senzel, who we've been playing a ton of lately, and we've been flourishing with that. J.J. Blade could be that guy. Not a must every day. But he's a guy that's going to be super cheap with power upside, hit in the middle of the Oakland lineup. I know it's not a great lineup, but they've actually put up runs lately when they've got it going. So just keep in mind, J.J. Bleday. All right, recapping your pitching real quick on this slate. JV, Justin Verlander, 10-8 if you're feeling frisky, probably about 85 pitches. The George Kirby, 88, best floor on the slate. GPP option if you want. G-Rod, Grace Rodriguez, 83 is probably my favorite GPP play, paying up for pitching. And then you got Jack Flaherty at 76, Lucas Giolito at 74. Big fan of Gio at 74. Like I said, if you want to be just weird in your in your pitching, Erod and Gio is where I'd look. And then Griffin Canning is your value play that everyone's going to be talking about. I've already seen them all over the place as a streamer and all this kind of stuff on the day. Stacks, though, this is where it gets fun. Give me all of the I'll, – I'll, I've been a sucker to the Cubs all weekend because I will fade Washington pitching all the time. I've been Oakland pitching all the time. It works more often than not. I will fade Patrick Corbin every time he's on the freaking mound. So give me the Cubs, especially the cheapies and Amaya and Velasquez. Put some Patrick Wisdom out there. Mix in some other studs, Swanson and company. Love the Cubs versus, versus um, Patrick Corbin. I'm going to get to Tampa Bay versus Vinny V. Eventually, Vinny V is going to collapse. Tampa Bay is the best team in baseball. If he can get past them again, I'm just going to like throw up my hands, and I'll do it again in five days. But it's just like... I broke him down with myself and Mike Curlin broke him down on the recent bench with Bubba episode. And it's just baffling what's going on. Regression is coming when I don't know, but it is coming. It's like winter is coming. Regression is coming for Vinny V and it'll be cold. So be ready for that. Um, I think Baltimore versus Jordan Lyles is very, very nice. I like that quite a bit. I see the appeal if you want Minnesota versus Gio, but I think the White Sox versus Pablo, I got that Minnesota White Sox game is a really interesting pivot type game. And then Atlanta versus Lazardo. Uh, so for me, and Seattle. So Atlanta and Seattle, I like both of them. Favorite stacks, the Cubs. Like Tampa. Like 
Cubs, Tampa, Atlanta are my top three stacks, followed by Baltimore, Seattle. That'd be where I'd be looking to plant my flags on this slate. That'll do it. I rambled on a lot on this one. I apologize, but there's a lot of different angles to go. It's an early slate, so don't forget, lock is at 1.05 p.m. Eastern, 10.05 a.m. Pacific time on Thursday. And then enjoy your evening. Watch some basketball, hockey, playoffs, whatever. Go take your significant other out. Do whatever you want to do. Have some fun. I'll be back with you guys on Friday to preview a Monster Friday slate as always. But for now, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, May 4th edition. I'm out. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.